161 of Open Your Toys Cast, the podcast dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s and all time. And those are Mr. Stark. Star Wars, Transformers, G.I. Joe, and Masters of the Universe. Yeah. So I was hoping to be able to say uh, uh, Mr. Haddock. I thought we might be... uh, Joined by our friend from down under. Uh, We've been doing a lot of talking over the last week. He took the week off for his birthday. Um, But yeah, I totally botched basic math. I don't know how to add 17 to a uh, 24-hour clock, unfortunately. And thought this would be 9 o'clock at night for Mark. And it's 9 o'clock in the morning. So, unfortunately, he's not going to be able to join us. Um, but he does want to come on. So, maybe uh, maybe the next show we'll be recording in the mornings instead of the evenings to be able to include him. Uh, but if you want to kick it with us, like Mark does, does on a fairly regular basis the best place is our facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash open your toys lots of stimulating toy conversation over there including pee party news that's right pee party news i don't even even want that to be a thing But where you can find all the information about the show that you are listening to right now, including links to everything we're talking about, including all of these ways to get in touch with us or to subscribe to the show, that's at our website. It's openyourtoys.com. There at the top of the page, you can find links to the show notes that contains all of that linky goodness, including how to subscribe to us through the RSS feed, through iTunes, through Google Play Music, or whatever they're calling it nowadays, uh, Stitcher Smart Radio, and then finally, if you just want to keep up to date with the show itself, we have a Facebook page at facebook.com slash openyourtoyscast, Twitter at openyourtoys, Instagram at openyourtoys, which are no longer being updated, unfortunately. Uh, maybe I'll get 
get down with the socials a little bit more and post to those since uh, Vern's taking a, a hiatus. Um, you can email us at team at openyourtoys.com. And the way we want to hear from you, and the way we did hear from you, at least one of you, uh, our voicemail, 720-235-TOYS. That's 720-235-8697. I really need to update these show notes, considering uh, some of these members are not going to be joining us in the future. <laughs> but uh, Lotus, where can people find you? Uh, they can just head over to YouTube and type in Lotus Stark and watch some videos of my collection. Yeah, including, can I spoil it already, or do you want to save it? Oh, no, I mean, you can, that's fine, no big deal. So did you check, was your review, like, one of the first, if not the first, of that swoop, of the Giga Power swoop, swoop, swoop? I'm not, I'm not sure, I mean, I did Google my, I did actually Google, uh, I just put it in uh, Giga Power swoop, and I'm the second... I'm actually the second search hit, which is kind of cool. Wow. Like, not even on YouTube, just on Google? Just on Google, and then I clicked videos. Yeah. Hell yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah, um, if you've been following the Gigapower saga, four down, one more to go. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we'll uh, leave your thoughts about it until we talk about what we got. If you want to find me, I'm at Facebook.com slash OpenYourToys, Instagram at SlickMcFavorite, Twitter at SlickMcFavorite, and email Slick at OpenYourToys.com. Mr. Stark, what are you drinking? LG Fridge Water. Yeah. Nothing like consistency. I love it. Um, and me I have a very fancy drink that I don't like very much unfortunately (laughs) I have uh, this is from uh, Left Hand Brewery this is in Longmont, Colorado here this is Brewer's Test Kitchen crazy limited it says this is their Black Forest Stout which features cocoa nibs and black cherries Employee-owned, righteously independent, uh, let's see, anything else on here? Brewed on the banks of the mighty St. Verain. Um, yeah, I'm not a big stout person, but I am a black forest cake person. And yeah, unfortunately, this is a little too stouty for me, but mm-hmm. hey, worth a shot. It was just one in a build-your-own six-pack, so... It's not Mm -hmm. like I'm stuck with a six-pack of it, thank God. But that is what I am drinking. Let's go ahead and get into con news. The big con, the big story right now is Star Wars Celebration. Coming up very soon, I think it's like April. I should have probably looked up when it actually is. Star Wars Celebration. Um... Let's see. Of course, no quick. Okay, never mind. We'll figure out what it is while we talk about exclusives part one. Um, So these look to be like all of the toy exclusives that we're getting. Uh, First up are those uh, throwback episode one uh, cards with a a, uh, episode one Obi-Wan and a Darth Maul. Hi, baby. Can I use your phone? Can you use my phone? Yeah. 
Peace. Google up how to um, uh, melt crayons. Crayons? No, you're not going to melt crayons without mommy and daddy, okay? Mm. Babe, just wait till after the show. I love you. I catch you melting crayons. I'm taking your glue gun away. No. Okay. Well, <laughs> I have two glue guns. I'm taking them both away. I love you. No. <laughs> <laughs> Mackenzie's. Uh, Mackenzie's been doing uh, upcycling, so she takes different. Really, that was my phone. If everybody heard that over my mic, Um, she's been doing upcycling. So she takes corks and bottle caps and and toilet paper rolls and basically anything she can find and make stuff out of them. Okay. So a big part of that is glue guns, which we were really worried about. But the crazy thing is, I never knew this. They make low temp glue guns. Okay, that's good. So they can. It. She's still burned herself a couple times, but it's not nearly as bad as like a full temp <laughs> glue gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But she wants to try to melt crayons, and there's some way to do it with the glue gun and. If I see she's melting crayons without us, it's going to be trouble. Anyways, so is finding these action figures. If this is anything like the Pilot Luke that was the Celebration exclusive a couple years ago, that thing goes for like $400. Wow. Uh, Yeah. And I really, really want at least the Darth Maul. Like That Darth Maul is the figure, what they're homaging is the figure that got me into collecting way back at Star Wars Celebration One. So that's aren't these the figures? Aren't these the figures that were like always like in stock at Walmart and like just cluttering the aisles? Oh yeah, oh yeah. These things okay. peg warmed like. Because I remember, I just remember seeing like this this card, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and it was one of those things. The the Darth Maul went really fast. Uh, this was the first time they did a Force Friday release as well. Um, and that uh, Darth Maul went really quick, and that's why I had to hunt it. And I learned about, you know, why figures are more expensive, like from private dealers when they're hard to find in stores and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm hoping to be able to get my hands on these. Uh, something else that is absolutely amazing again, and these things always skyrocket on the second mar- secondary market is the Lego exclusive. And that is a Darth Vader bust really cool bust for the amount of pieces. This is only 327 pieces. So, uh, put it at about the $30 mark, $35 mark. Um, and just looks awesome in this one. I will definitely never see these things. These things will go for twenty-five to thirty bucks at the show, and then jump up to one hundred and fifty bucks after after the show. So they don't ever, um, you know, they won't ever. I mean, obviously, this is a special box and everything, mm-hmm. but they wouldn't just, you know, reissue that type of a, you know, like just put that same configuration inside of a different box and then sell that or no this is lego is probably one of the most religious ones about not releasing 
con sets outside of a con. Like okay. they won't even, I mean, I guess probably because there's never been any left over at any cons. We don't know if they would put them online afterwards, but that just goes to say that there will not be any left over after the con. Um, so would have loved it. And then you get a bunch of pop bullshit. Um, looks like they're all like, it, can, can I, can I stop you for a second? Cause it says, sure. uh, Lego has crafted a special brick bust in the, uh, Oh, with visage of mask of Darth Vader with limited availability at target. Oh, holy shit. Good catch there. I don't ever read stuff. I just look at the picture. <laughs> <laughs> so that's awesome. Oh my God. Well, good. Hopefully, Hopefully that is the case because it's just a cool set. I mean, I, I like, I dig little, you know, um, out of the box sets mm -hmm. like yeah, that. Sure. You know? Absolutely. Um, then we get a bunch of Funkos and the hologram translucent blue, which most of these don't make sense to be holograms. Like Chewie was never a hologram. Boba Fett was never a hologram. Uh, Yoda and the princess were, I can't. Darth Vader had to have been a hologram at one point, but not a stormtrooper. So, do we do we have any do we have any pop collectors in our group? I, mean, I, is there, I don't. Or is there know. anybody is is there anybody who listens to this show that are actually collecting pop, or is that? I not mean, something that anybody does. I've I mean. ch I've cherry picked a few, like I have Voltron and mm -hmm. a cartoon Hordak, but that's the, about the extent of it. Yeah, I'd be curious. Please let us know if you collect pop, because I'll tell you what, I went to a toy show today, and uh, one of my friends that sells there, he uh, started getting into pop a couple years ago, mm -hmm. and now his shit is just mostly pop. And, it, and his <laughs> booth, table, whatever you want to call it, was just packed with people fucking, oh, what about that pop? What about that pop? I'm like, yeah. oh my god. And like I say, and no offense to if anybody does collect, hopefully, you know, these will be the beanie babies, you know, in 10 years, but yeah. which the hard to find ones like these celebrations may still hold their value. Uh, now exclusives part two, this is more, uh, like wearable stuff. You get a Darth Maul letterman's jacket, which is kind of cool. Little lightsabers down the arms. Uh, the celebration shirt is fucking cool as fuck. This is, uh, it's 20 years of celebration. So it has a 20 with all of the, uh, celebration logos inlaid on it. And then on the back, kind of like a tour t-shirt, it's got all the different logos of each celebration. So I think that's cool. This is the celebration I really wanted to go to. Um, but with tickets selling out like the first day while I was unemployed, that was just not to happen. I thought it'd be fun to go to, to go to essentially the first, the fifth, and this is the 10th American one at least. So I thought that'd be a cool cadence, but wasn't meant to be, unfortunately. Uh, nothing here is really catching my eye. The Wampa backpacks kind of cute. You know, big fuzzy, fuzzy wampa, uh, like, uh, for, for you, Lotus, uh, a abominable snowman. 
mm-hmm. backpack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but some cups, some socks, a Nixon watch, which is pretty impressive, or a couple Nixon watches. But uh, yeah, the uh, the job of the hut chia pet. Oh yeah, that's the one I wanted. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> oh my god, limited to five hundred forty-five dollars for that freaking this fucking chia pet. Uh, oh my god, first to market pet T-shirts. That's yeah, I saw that too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's see, uh, the full schedule's been uh, released, so if you're curious about some of the panels that are going to be there, I haven't really gone through this. Uh, Some of the big ones, of course, there'll be an episode 9 panel. Uh, The big big one for a lot of people is going to be the Mandalorian panel. That's going to be the first time we get any real concrete information about the new TV series that'll be playing on uh, Disney's new streaming service that's due to be out either later this year or early next year. Um, But kind of, you know, if you've been to a con, imagine that every panel of the con is about Star Wars, and that's pretty much what you have here. Um, Hasbro VIP passes. Well, actually, let's do this first. I put these in the wrong order. Let's take a look at Virtual Lottery. So, uh, Star Wars Celebration, if you've ever been, because it is a crazy convention that's all about Star Wars, basically everyone wants to go to the Episode Nine panel. And probably everybody wants to go to the Mandalorian panel. When we went to episode five, we had to get there. We got there at like four in the morning and was still able to make it to the main uh, panel where all the stars were at. Mm -hmm. Um, But that was getting there at four in the morning when the panel was at like 10 or something. Uh, so what they're introducing now is a light speed virtual panel reservations. Uh, so basically a lottery uh, for the panels. And it gives you the section that you'll be seating in. So you'll, you'll even know like if you do get a ticket or get chosen, however you want to say, for the panel, you'll even know what section you're going to be in. Uh, because they're not going to allow any overnight camping in Chicago. So, mm-hmm. um, so kind of cool that everybody has a chance. You don't have to be ridiculously hardcore and sleep out overnight, especially people that have families. Like, it's one thing to do it if you're single people there, but a family could never do that or shouldn't do that. Maybe I should say, mm-hmm. um, but. Uh, kind of interesting that they're doing that. Um, they're also doing lotteries for the exclusives as well. So I thought that was kind of crazy. Uh, so Funko, Hasbro, and Lego will all be doing lotteries for their stuff. Now, where this gets a little weird is, I I assume this lottery isn't for every exclusive they have, uh, like for... Uh, capacity, not capacity, for the total amount they have available because Hasbro Pulse also did free Hasbro VIP passes. So uh, basically it's uh, a way for you to be um, 
to get to the front of the line. So maybe that's what it is. Maybe you still have to win the lottery. This just gets you in the front of the line when you're there to pick it up or something. But I mean, what what happens if you just win the lottery? And so how it worked at Comic-Con cuz that's no, no, no. Been... what happens if you just win the lottery? Oh. And say <laughs> I'm going to go wherever the heck I want. Well, that's exactly right. I I guarantee you you give me 100 bucks, you can have my place in line. Like I'll be like, "Fine, I'll if go to the back." If you win millions line. of dollars, I'm sure you would be able to give more than 100 bucks. Well, at that point, you don't even shop. At that point, you just buy everything secondary market, right? I mean, they'll be. No, buying. I think you'd still want the experience. I'm just saying, like, if you're like a millionaire, <laughs> you know, and you just didn't want to go through all this stuff, and you just walk past people, I mean, wouldn't that be cool? That would be cool. Well, and that's uh Hey, where are you going? Don't worry about it, man. <laughs> well, and so we're talking about all these lotteries and everything. There is also um, they. Every time they do this, or I shouldn't say every time, the last few times they've done uh, Celebration, they've offered a Jedi Knight package, Mm -hmm. or a Jedi Master package, I think it's called. And uh, it's like three times as expensive, it's like $750, but it like guarantees you a spot in every panel, because there's a like reserve section that they only sell enough tickets to fill that section, you know? Mm. So you could literally, well, and I don't know how they would do that. If you show up and there's no seats for you, they start telling everybody like, hold up your badges and start scan, you know, like visually scanning everybody's badges to make sure they belong there. Mm -hmm. But, uh, when we were at celebration five, uh, they had people like stand like ushers standing in that section. So I bet as people try to enter it, they check their badge then or something, but so crazy. I, I mean, it's good. I, I hmm, guess I'm kind of on the fence. I, I'm kind of like, this is great stuff, but you should still be able to just be hardcore, you know, and go like not have to be a Hasbro Pulse premium member or not have to pay 750 bucks. You should just be able to like go fucking stand outside for five hours if you really want to get into something. But I realize, especially in Chicago, there's probably safety issues. It was one thing in Orlando because the convention center is all by itself, there's nothing around it. So, I mean, mm. you were pretty safe. You were there with a bunch of other hardcore fans, and lots of people in front of us did. They slept out. They they had tents and all that kind of shit. So, all right, that's it for celebration. On to toy news. How are we doing on the time? I I put in extra time because uh, I thought Mark would be chiming. <laughs> yeah, but we're okay. Uh, Let's see, a Mega Supreme interview part one and two. So this is from the designer of Omega Supreme, um, John Warden, or maybe, maybe not the designer. Maybe he is senior designer. Yep. Uh, did you happen to read this, Lotus? No. Yeah, neither did I. I just looked at pictures. Uh, but it looks pretty cool. 
Um, I do like the little, uh, I don't know what they're calling them, the little micron that he comes with. Uh, can roll out in tank mode. He can be in the missile mode. Um, I love all the different ports to put those three millimeter effects in. Yeah. Uh, which I have bought. I, this is my dumb fault, I guess, is uh, because I haven't bought any of the weapon masters or whatever they're calling them. I don't have any effects. I mm. thought the effects were supposed to come with like all the figures and no, it seems like only if you buy those weapon masters, um, these look like these should probably be coming with him, but I don't know for sure. Uh, but just a heads up, uh, the crazy thing is the scale. I'm looking at my devastator right now and I'm like, good Lord, dude, my yeah. devastator. I had to make a special shelf just for my devastator. Yeah, and, I mean uh, he's definitely he's definitely more beefy. Like his legs, yeah, his legs just seem a little wider than Debbie, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's just got more bulk. He just fe- he looks very solid to me compared to Devastator. Yeah, and I don't remember the G one episode well enough, but to me that seems like a good scale. Like, oh I yeah, think I should still be bigger than Devastator, but not by too much. That they can't scrap. Um, cool. Uh, so, 400 barges sell out in 10 minutes. <laughs> so, this was uh, uh, the oft-debated uh, eBay listing for Java's sale barge, which, what's so funny... <laughs> I finally went and listened to Star Wars Action News's. uh uh video reports about toy fair mm-hmm. they say this all over toy fair and i don't know mm-hmm. how i missed this that that they were going to be putting the barge up on ebay that it'll be a secret link and that you know when it goes on sale it goes on sale you know that kind of thing um so this was legit um they didn't know how many they were gonna have they didn't say how many they were gonna have to sell but it looks like uh, via ebay it was 400 again sold out in about 12 minutes it shows here what's crazy is i i wanted i wanted to um i wanted to reach out and i just didn't do the research i should have done the research and i just didn't uh about because it was free shipping but they were only shipping to ebay's global shipping partners so with global shipping partners, what eBay does is say, oh, the seller wants free shipping. That's fine. But we charge $300 to get it from New York to Australia, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. So um, if anybody out there knows, I'd just be curious, like what the kind of shipping markup was if you were placing an order in, in the global shipping partner uh program see i i was i mean the the disclaimer on here which the disclaimer was not when we looked at it on the last show Uh, none of this stuff was actually in the listing so it didn't say u.s and canadian shipping address is not eligible orders will be canceled so normally even with the global shipping you would be able to order it so i'm surprised that 
you know, I mean, was there truly a global shipping option on this where you could actually click and, and order it through global shipping? Well, uh, or, that's, that's the only I, I and that's just my assumption is that that's what they were doing is free shipping. But of course, you couldn't ship it in the U.S. So that that meant nothing. Yeah. But I mean, glo- I, I know I know. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely know that global shipping, uh, it basically you you have to pay whatever taxes, whatever VAT, you know, all of your you have to pay all that stuff right down to the very penny. So if the item is 500, you have to pay whatever your country's amount of taxes would be, you know, on, on that 500 on top of the actual shipping costs. So yeah. the shipping costs could be, you know, you know, 300 and then whatever the taxes and stuff, people pay all the, you know, the import tax and stuff. And, and you, you, you might be looking at another $200 for that. So exactly. Yeah, exactly. So that would be curious. So if anybody, uh, if anybody out there had any experience with it, please let us know. Um, sorry, I got, uh, I got sidetracked here by knockoff, Bandai Star Wars movization, the samurai <laughs> things. I'm like, okay, I need to add this to my watch list. There we go. Alright. Uh, new Transformers listings. Uh, so we get some we knew about. 86 Optimus Prime. That's the G1 with no, uh, no trailer. But long stacks. Long stacks, dude. Uh, hmm. get a confirmation of G1 Soundwave cassette two pack, and then the new ones is a Voyager Sound Blaster. Hmm. Um, so that's kind of interesting, and I I guess like that's a no brainer, right? Even yeah. even in America, if you make a blue Soundwave, you're going to make a black Sound Blaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, these Optimus Prime SE and Megatron SE were uh kind of interesting because that would normally be special edition yeah so i'm curious because i literally just bought that optimus prime so now i'm like well maybe i won't open it and see what this special edition is about um the another one i thought was really interesting is the war for cybertron micro master mega value 10 pack so that was kind of crazy. I'm interested to see what that might turn out to be. But um, why is Blue Streak on here? Oh, War for Cybertron Deluxe Blue Streak. Oh, nice. I'm not a Blue Streak fan, but that's cool for people that are. Now, oh, Blue Streak's just a pr- not a Prowl repaint, right? Yeah, it's just They're, yeah, it's just okay. Prowl, but they got the gray and the you know, yeah, it's just Dotsons. another another Dotson. So okay. I'm sure they'll, I'm sure they'll do smokescreen, a little, you know, a little bit of remolding, but I'm sure they'll do smokescreen as well. Yeah. There's no there's no dates on any of these. They didn't really give any dates for those G1 cassettes, did they? Yeah, no. Um, Let's see. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was, I was scrolling through their site just to see if there was anything in the comments anywhere. But, yeah, I'm just not seeing anything. It says, of course, while the listings are real, they may take up to a year to see what they're all about. Mm. So, uh, let's see, Warfare and Ratchet, the latter. 
Oh, the Warfstrivertron Ratchet, Ratchet will be a Walgreens exclusive for the holiday season. That's pretty crazy. Mm. All right. And up next, Super 7 Supercast. Uh, please don't play. Okay. Uh, nothing really new here. God, I love how they like... It is literally a commercial for information that's already been out there. But <laughs> so talking about the uh, Motu reaction blind boxes, which I it's cool because they're cheaper than the carded versions. They're only 10 bucks uh, and it's and they do have some cool chase versions like they have a translucent green He-Man, which is like the zombie slime He-Man Uh but yeah, besides that, no new information here. Um, let's see. Figure King scans. So we get a good look. Um, scale, and maybe we've seen the scale of the Bumblebee movie uh, G1 or Cybertron Optimus Prime, whatever you want mm-hmm. to call them. I'm loving it, man. I'm excited no. for that figure. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Only other thing I I saw this. Uh, I forget what his name is, but the bulldozer, the Voyager bulldozer that doesn't have any feet. I mm. saw I saw him at my Target. That's that's scavenger. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. What the fuck I mean, I, I seen him. I seen him at uh, Target as well. I thought he was scavenger, but and I seen Cogman. I've seen him oh, there. He's got you? some nice, oh, nice, yep, and he's got some nice paint on him. Now, what is this? What is this reflector? I, I don't remember talking about this. What this is, is what's up with it, that? It's a Legends reflector, but you only buy one at a time. Mm. But it comes with the pieces that if you buy three of them, you can build. So his gun is one of the legs of the tripod. And mm. his shield is one third of the lens. Okay. So if you buy three of them, you can turn them into a camera. That's cool. Yeah, and I'll be doing that because I'm a reflector nerd. I mean, here, here we got we've got another you know scan from the magazine, and still absolutely nothing <laughs> about Hound. There's, yeah. Uh, that, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I have lost faith in Takara. <laughs> continuing g1 masterpiece i mean i've just lost faith i mean even if they do come out with that hound like it's not i'm not excited anymore i mean i'm literally on the verge of just getting rid of all masterpiece it's just crazy i i I don't feel they're ever gonna make a set yeah no i agree it's and we'll be talking about uh beast wars megatron in a little bit but uh yeah I I'm glad that I've been cherry picking all along. So, yeah. Considering Hound's one that I want, I'm like it can get put off as long as they want. But I know what you're saying. If you're if you're trying to keep that excitement going, they're doing a piss poor job of it. That's for sure. And I don't know. I mean, do you think third party actually has hurt that whole thing? And and. And they're just like, you know what? Let's do Beast Wars. Let's do something really complex that third party can't do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I they could be scrambling. I I don't, no. you know, I Hasbro has always taken this like, oh, third party doesn't affect anything we're doing. And it's kind of like, eh, 
third yeah. party started making combiners and then two years oh, later yeah. combiner wars come out you know like yeah no i i think i think third party is making a very big impact on all of these figures i really do i mean and the quality of the third party figures is just unbelievable at this point yeah yeah, I mean, I would say I would say some of them are easily better than. Oh, Picard. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, let's see if we get a crazy leopard pattern yellow prime. It's an Atmos crossover. I thought which... that was a Le- LeBron James or something. <laughs> I would. Uh, oh, yeah, it does say LeBron James. Safari yeah, it's his LeBron James. Yeah. Is yeah. that what Atmos is? Is his like clothing company or something? Uh, I'm so. I'm not too sure. All I know is it was supposed to be a supposed to replicate either his sneakers or his jersey. I don't know. I don't follow sports, so I'm not too sure. But oh yeah, Atmos is a sneaker company. Okay, Le- uh, is a legendary Tokyo-based retailer known primarily for their Air Max collaborations they lent their special mm. touch to iconic pairs like the safari and i'm just that's all it goes it's just a google thing so interesting um so this brings me to the big debate all right so and i'll go over this and what we got but i bought a lot of things at target so i skipped on that scavenger I, and I see what you're saying. I'm like, I don't know if that's the name, but I see what you're saying because that's what the G1 bulldozer's name was. Yeah. I skipped on him, and it, it throws me back into this conundrum of do you think – I mean, I can't imagine they not do a box set, right? I, I, th- I think they will. I mean, it's it's a easy money you know, easy money for them. Yeah. Uh, do do a box set for San Diego Comic Con, and you know, oh, it'll be it'll it'll have package. a couple little flashy chrome here and there. You know, you know, it's coming. Yeah, and so that puts me in a conundrum: is I don't know if I want to buy them one at a time because I definitely want this Devastator. I thought it was goofy when it first came out. It grew on me. And now that they're doing... The big thing when it first came out was that they didn't individually... They didn't have three modes. All they had was alt and combined mode. Mm-hmm. So um, I even... I I bought the... I bought the little tiny... I think they were called Legends at the time. Uh, the small version of them because they did have three modes. So. I thought those were the were those legions or legends. Well, I think they were called legends then, okay. but they're the legions now. Like, okay. talk about fucking being confusing. <laughs> um, new action force, kind of. <laughs> this is uh, from a. They call it the Valiverse. Um, so these are now these are six inch figures and so if you're not familiar with action force that is the that was gi joe not in america so Mm. because gi joe is a specific thing to american armies so it's called action force everywhere else Mm. um now these are not three and three quarter these are six inch um but they look really cool and uh and again i haven't uh i haven't uh really dug into the story here but i guess the whole thing is is that 
Uh, Hasbro somehow let go of the Action Force trademark, and these guys got it. So that's okay. why they're able to call their new line of action figures Action Force. Uh, they look really cool. I mean, they've got some cool designs here. A lot of their helmets and stuff like that are kind of dope. Uh, but if you're interested, especially if you're a six inch collector, take a look at that and see if this is something you might want to get into. Um, the full force podcast, which is, uh, uh, Chris McLeod, which is, he's an absolutely amazing guy. Uh, let Mrs. McFavorite and little Miss McFavorite go swimming when, uh, they came up for Joe Con while it was in Colorado. So big props to him. He does a podcast called the full force and, uh, they either do an interview or they go in depth about these and the link to the article has a link to that podcast as well. In hand picks of MP beast wars, Megatron, that first picture says it all for me. And again, I know we had this argument before, about mm-hmm. scale and stuff that mm-hmm. does not look like the right scale that mm-hmm. looks ridiculous yeah so yeah. so he he was never that large compared to I, Pri- I, primal i don't Pri- i mean primal was small from what i remember i, I did watch uh the season one but see and i and i have watched it all you know not 20 years ago well yeah yeah about 20 fucking years ago so, and I haven't seen it since, but like I say, it's one of those things where it just feels wrong, whether it's right or it's wrong, you mm-hmm. know, and yeah. that's, that's, uh, collecting's all a personal thing, right? Now the dino sitting next to prime, that feels a little bit more in scale. Like that's what I kind of remember him breathing mm-hmm. down his neck when he was yeah. in dino mode, you know, mm-hmm. but. He looks amazing. I mean, this was one that I really wanted, but I'm not going to shell out 350 for him. And uh, well, I mean, Amazon Japan was way, way cheaper. Oh, was it? Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd see it, that pre-order would have gone up when I wasn't in any position to pay that, or well, the, pay even the, 200. You know, the good thing is, yeah, the good thing is they don't charge. You know, Amazon they don't charge you until it actually ships. So yeah. Yeah, that's I pre-ordered my uh, Prime version three on Amazon just uh-huh. for that reason. So, so the only thing I don't understand about this is—is is this really a transformer? Because to me, it looks like the panels just all pop off, and then there's a robot underneath. <laughs> is that what well, it is? I, I don't is, know. I'm just asking. I, I have no idea. I haven't. I now at my new job. Um, no one watches. It's a tiny little company. There's only eight of us in, in this office, at least. And uh, no one watches videos. So I've gone back to podcasts now. I don't watch videos at work. So I, I haven't seen a fucking Transformer review in weeks, unfortunately. Well, I was just, you know, I saw a couple other pictures floating around. And then here it actually shows the directions, the last picture. And it looks to me like all these panels, they literally just pop off and then they, it exposes the robot underneath. So, oh, I, mean, I, I see what you say. And there's even a shot of just like a robot skeleton with a yeah. dinosaur head and dinosaur so, legs. Huh. So that, that that's how they did it. They, they kind of cheated. You know, it's not as complex as... Uh, uh, whatchamacallit, what's the other guy? The other uh, dinosaur guy? 
it's uh, Dinobot. Yeah, Dinobot. Yeah, yeah there, it's not as uh, uh, it's not as complex with you know. These Dinobot had all those panels that flipped in and out. This is literally just uh, popping. It's a parts warmer. And yeah. look at the if you look at that that picture right above the instructions with the toothbrush there. Uh-huh. Uh Look at the look at the gap uh, on the shoulder where the arm joint goes in the shoulder. See how there's that that se- section there. I mean, it looks like a you know an area where you would clip a piece onto it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's I don't know. I, I'm not a. I think I don't know if that's accurate or not. But to me, that just looks like a uh, what was that? That Creon constructs. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, it doesn't look like a shoulder joint to me. It looks like, you know, he, that uh, doesn't look right. It just doesn't look right to me. But whatever. I mean, hopefully everyone's happy with this. Um, You know, I just, I just hope folks are not, you know, now that they have it in hand, you know, they, they realize it's just a part form. Because I think this is the first time we've actually seen how it actually, you know, comes together. Yeah. No, I agree. And. I'll be curious. Like I say, I'll be excited to see a review of this. I think no matter what, it doesn't mean enough to me to support Takara. I'll if if it looks amazing, I'll probably buy a knockoff, which is awful. You know. I mean, this is probably the you know this will probably be easier to knock off mm-hmm. than Dinobot. Uh, that Dinobot knockoff that's that's going to be coming out. I mean, that thing looks horrible. So. Oh, have you seen pictures of the actual knockoff? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, as much as everybody says how great it looks, uh, there is some definite issues. Now, again, this is one of those things. I always take these things with a grain of salt. You never know how people are handling their toys, but we get some pictures of uh, some breakage and some stressing. Uh, from transforming it. So more so to the point, if you bought them, just be careful with them. It looks like it's not a perfect transformation. And this is kind of an example of what you're talking about. The one where they're showing the stress marks really bad. That's just a panel laying on a desk with the figure to the right yeah. of it. Yeah, it's it's all all the, those two little blue things there are clips. Oh, I you know, okay. and that yeah, those two little blue things are clips, and you can see that hinge joint there. So yeah, th- this is all this is a total part swarmer, and uh, that robot that you were looking at on the prior page uh, is the skeleton, and then you just as you as you decide, you decide what parts to put on depending on what piece you know what what look you want. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that kind of sucks for that one picture there where you can see, I don't know what the guy was doing, but he looks like maybe he was moving the leg joint and the whole crotch just, uh, disintegrated or, or yeah. I mean, it's, it's a huge yeah, crack. That, I was going to say that break looks really weird. Like that's yeah. not a normal, that, like stress. Yeah. Break so I don't, something. yeah. So I don't know if that was a forceful, you know, pose or what, but you know, man, if you're, if, if, if you feel a lot of tension like that, don't, don't keep on <laughs> twisting, you know, spray some, spray some, uh, you know, little, uh, silicone lubricant or something in there, you know? Yeah. And then, Came from a member called Hong Kong Fan. So it might be, I'll tell you what, I stress my retail figures more than I would ever stress like a third party or something. 
simply for the fact that I know if I break something, I can just take it back to target. So maybe, maybe it's the same situation with him is he knows he could get a little ham handed with it because he can take it back to his collector shop or retail, wherever he bought it from and get it replaced. But, or this is one, this is one that fell off the line. You know, I mean, there's no, (laughs) there's no pictures of any box here. He's got, he's got a dirty, dirty table with kitty litter in the back and some, you know, bulk. Oh, that was funny. Long thing ashtrays everywhere and that's a that's a typical uh picture there yeah <laughs> that was funny when you said bullet like bleeped you out like you cut out for a second like skype was bleeping your bad words oh okay cool <laughs> um last up i threw this in there for you and then i was like wait he doesn't really care about movie stuff but i really wanted to i wanted to uh bring this to light because it's got two interesting things uh that i wanted to talk about so this is the prime one studio drift uh last night drift uh approximately 23 inches tall so this thing is insane uh the first interesting thing i i've i found about it was the swappable arms so mm-hmm. he has like a sword pose but then he can put you can put different arms on them that does like the quintessential like martial arts pose with a fist and an open palm kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. So I thought that was cool. And and I see that, you know, in order to do this, that's maybe why they kept it so tame. But especially having you on the show and kind of talking through statues and seeing your thoughts on them, this is boring as fuck for a statue. Yeah. Like, give me a fucking so, break. Yeah, and, and let me let me explain. I mean, Prime One is, uh, I mean, they are really doing a lot of museum-style poses. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, they do a lot of, it's very detailed, um, and they try to replicate exactly what the character looks like. So if you're, if you're a human, you know, let's say it's Bane, you know, and, and you, it's a human actor, they're going to replicate that. So Prime, think of... Think of Prime One is statues um, is the the uh, the hot toys equivalent in statues. That's what Prime One does. Okay. Uh, with with that said, they don't do a whole lot of very dynamic things. It's very museum esque. So yeah. I agree with you one hundred percent. And I guess if if you're collecting a set, you do you don't want one guy like crouching and spinning and you know right. looking up and then the other guy sitting there stoic yeah so i guess it at least they're being consistent but yeah and it's very i mean ultra detailed i mean it looks like the character it's got light up effects um and you know it, it's it's gonna look awesome but yes it's gonna be a very basic pose where you can stand a bunch of these characters next to each other and it just looks like a whole team, you know, ready to fight kind of a thing, you know, in a in a straight line. Exactly. Sweet. Well, we're going to we're doing great on time, so we're going to get into third party news and then we'll uh take a break after that. Uh Mythic Legion Snafu. This one I just thought was too fucking funny. Mm. Uh so, uh 
uh, four horsemen use reuse a lot of their molds. They kind of they do a great job of that whole reusing bucks and doing different accessories and heads and stuff like that. Well, in their last uh, in their last uh, advent of decay wave, they did a barbarian warrior builder. And so this was really cool. It was a female barbarian, um, which these uh, warrior builders just come with a ridiculous amount of accessories. And these things have, I looked this up on the aftermarket and these things have like skyrocketed. They're normally $50 figures. um, And now some of them go for like 150 to 200 bucks. Um, Well, the the difference between the advent of decay barbarian warrior builder was she was a female but in the first wave that they ever did of mythic legions they did a barbarian warrior builder and he was a man <laughs> so when they put in the order with the factory the factory just like somehow fucking just completely swapped them and produced a whole run of the wave one barbarian warrior builder. So, (laughs) so people that had ordered this particular figure or maybe did all in or anything are not going to get that figure with the rest of their shipment. Now four horsemen, of course, being an indie toy company, they make shit right. Um, Again, you're not going to... I thought for a second, oh, they're going to give you the other one and then ship you the female one too. No, they're not going to yeah. do that. <laughs> so what are they What are they doing with these ones? You said it was a really expensive figure, right? Yeah, yeah. They're going to put them up for sale. And I'm excited uh, because I skipped out on it and I actually have like been kind of jealous. I've seen reviews of it. I mean, again, a couple years ago, I saw reviews of it. Um, so I'm excited that they're going to put it back up for sale. And then when they get the female ones, the factory is doing a rush shipment, um, a rush production, a rush shipment. They think it'll take about three months, which, you know, doesn't seem like a rush, but that is definitely a rush production and shipment. And then, uh, four horsemen will ship that figure out to everybody who, uh, ordered it for free. So that uh, that's gonna basically lower the price of the original Barbarian oh, it, Warrior. It'll, it'll tank it. I, yeah. I mean, it'll drop down to retail because yeah. if they did a whole run of them, I mean, we're yeah. talking about thousands of new right, figures right. being introduced to the market. So yeah, I know. I, I know the guys. Uh, the guys on Breaking the Mold. Uh, I listen to that show, and uh, Brian is part. Brian Brink is part of it, and Dom and. Uh, yeah, they they definitely talk about Mythic Legions. They're they're very big into collecting uh, all those figures. So, yeah, Brian went in like whole hog, dude. He, I saw his first post when he got like his first one or two from like the New Joys New Jer- New Jersey Toy mm-hmm. Fair, um, and then the next like uh, because 
four horsemen are in new jersey so they, yeah, yeah. they go to all the shows that are around them the next show that they were at he bought like every single figure they had on head he bought yeah, like he, 30 of these 30 dollar figures <laughs> on on one of the episodes of breaking the mold uh he was uh talking about uh at the at the con it was probably that same convention and uh the, the I, I guess they're all i guess they they actually know since they buy so much from i guess they kind of know them now or the four horsemen no vice versa whatever um but they actually ran out and so they had to they actually i guess they're they went back to their warehouse and they brought back a whole bunch more um for those guys so yeah I mean, I think awesome. those guys are hardcore into it and there, there is a whole resale market with these figures, just like oh, you, yeah. just like you said, and so a lot, you know, a lot of the guys they'll buy, you know, two of them and then sell one, and it kind of pays for the other kind of a thing. I guess the the trolls were the ones that were really expensive, the I guess so. No, oh, yeah, that's fucking, yeah. I mean, it, it's basically like any pre-order system, dude. When you when you start a line and it's pre-order only, and then somebody wants to try to get into it. There's only the amount out there that people bought because they wanted, you know, now, now, like you say, uh, because that secondary marker is so lucrative, speculators are buying two or whatever, you know, mm, but yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, it's the same fucking reason I just pre-ordered my next wave of Motu figures and mm. I wasn't, I was on the fence about the Conan, the barbarian figure. Because I want one, I I know Conan from movies, and this is a comic Conan, but I was like, I don't want to want that figure in a year from now, and it'd be $100. I would rather pay 35 bucks now, and if I don't want it in a year, then I'll sell it for $100, you know, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's it's one of those things where... Uh, if you, if you have the money up front, it's better to buy now and sell later as opposed to wait now and buy later, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, toy hacks release their, uh, March update. Uh, so this is a lot of siege stuff in here, including ultra Magnus, which I'm an Ultra Magnus like fanboy, and I still just don't see the need for this sticker set. I guess maybe mm. because I don't like stickers to begin with. Mm -hmm. um, the one thing that I do like about this is the windows are cell shaded. You know, we started a discussion. It didn't go too far. Only a couple people chimed in, but we started a discussion like, would you cell shade your entire collection? If you could, you know, and I think you said you would, right? Yeah, I, I would. I mean, yeah. if uh, and I, you know, I was I was referring to not really stickers, but actually have everything painted Paint or ops. Yeah, yeah. I mean, actually, you know, send it into a, you know a custom a customizer, and uh, you know, like uh, leak leak collectibles. There, uh, that guy is just paint stuff, just amazing. He's actually the the painter that's doing the. Toy, toy world constructor 
uh, cell shaded, which is amazing. It's eight hundred bucks, but man, it's a beautiful, oh, beautiful figure. I haven't even seen that. Oh my goodness, that's something that I keep on refreshing every day. I'm like, oh, <laughs> should I, should I, should I get this? I mean, I don't have a, I don't is have it a constructor. Already? Yeah, yeah. It's it's gonna be a Chinese only kind of a pre order, oh, so you have okay. to go through like Show Z, you know, Show Z or or uh, uh, Primus over in uh, Singapore. But yeah, it's uh, there's two different versions. There's a deluxe version, which just comes with that little legend whiskey whiskey jack. So it'll be a cell shaded whiskey jack, which is a uh, wheel jack, and um, and it comes with diecast treads, uh, and then it comes with a like a different head. And that, the head was like a reused head. It's uh, it's not even anything special. But yeah, the the bot modes, the alt modes, man, it's amazing and the. The guy who who does the paintwork, uh, Leak Leak Custom Customs L E, I think it's L E K or L E I K. Not too sure how it's pronounced. It's L E K. I'm looking at. Yeah. So I mean, this guy, this guy is just an amazing, an amazing artist. Uh, He's actually doing work for a lot of companies. So you talk about statues. uh, He's actually the paint master for Pop Culture Shock, uh, who is making the uh, all of the cell shaded statues for him. So he's actually the guy behind the scenes that's doing the paint master work. Um, You know, so, you know, there's there's that sound wave that I posted in the group. I don't know if you Mm. saw that, but yeah. Uh, the pop culture shock sound wave. That uh, sound wave was what prompted the uh, would you sell shade your entire collection if you could. Yeah. yeah. But uh yeah, he's in uh he, he just did uh he just finished a uh a custom piece because he does commissions. That's how he started. And that's this and uh he just did a, a, a transitioning uh sound wave into sound blaster it's a it's a a trans it's a cell shaded everything he does is cell shaded it's a cell shaded transition you got to go to his facebook page it's freaking amazing man this guy is you know i'm just i'm i follow all of his stuff and he's been doing this work throughout the years and it's just it's wonderful just wonderful stuff yeah i mean this uh i'm looking at the devastator right now okay you found it Yeah. yeah and it's uh it's real photos and it does it looks like a fucking cartoon even though it's well the fucking... now now you have to understand that's his paint He's no the paint i know master, so, yeah no i know this the, is his custom one but well right so that's the paint master that's going to go those samples are going to go to the factory can the factory reproduce this that they're they're selling 300 of the deluxe set and 200 of the regular set which you know like i said the regular set doesn't come with whiskey jack uh or the diecast treads who cares i mean those are just add-on pieces (laughs) um it's an $80 price difference between the deluxe and the, the standard but so there's 500 of these can a factory reproduce at that detail i mean it's a lot of detail work yeah no these are amazing and i see what you're saying like these are not that looks like just an artist rendition i don't know oh no 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 those are his pictures you think I, those I, are I, I cro- full on pictures these are his pictures 
these are not, this is, I'll, I'll show you privately, but, okay. uh, I, I, yeah. Uh, cause I was actually talking to the guy. Yeah. This is, this is actually his real pictures, but wow. like I said, how do, that's how do we know insane. if the factory can, can produce? Yeah. That? Well, that's exactly right. Yeah. Cause they do, they look, Oh, see this one. Now this one, I can see like real pieces. It does. It just looks like a digi bash. That's how impressive it is. Um, uh, Let's see other stuff. Uh, fans toy, fans toys, Hydra. If you're a, a six shot guy, uh, G1 style fan toys hoodlum. So that's for Mister Hot Rod there. Um, and anything else? Nothing really caught my eye uh, this time around. Uh, you got unique toys. Uh, See, and this is like where I'm like, ooh, Ragnaros. This is their uh, Bruticus. So you get some for Winter Chill, which is Vortex here. Mm -hmm. But, oh, God, yeah, no, those look awful. Sorry. Anyways, <laughs> moving on to our break. Hey, I, well, this is about the time we normally take a break but i can't believe we're already almost more than halfway through the show so right we'll be back after these messages peace <laughs> peace in the world of the transformers nothing is what it seems meet the constructicon six evil robots that transform into one mechanical giant the transformers more than the ddi All right, guys, welcome back. Let's go ahead. Uh, no store report. Nothing to report, brick and mortar wise, at least. Uh, let's go ahead. And that may be a defunct section, I was thinking, in like the next year or so, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, most of the reports and store report are about stores closing and <laughs> shit like that. Uh,. But on to online, new uh, Joe Club items. So this may be a little disheartening, especially because I expected to be able to sell these pins um, <laughs> because I have quite a few of them. Uh, but every single exclusive uh, Joe pin offered through the conventions you can now buy online. So mm. uh, and and these are really cool pins. Again, I'm just not a pin guy. Uh, they have little like hanging flags or hanging pins that you could chain together if you wanted to, that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's basically like we reported last time, uh, at least I think it was last time, where they put up all of the exclusive 13th figures that you could yeah. only get when you bought the FSS sets. I mean, basically nothing's off the table for these guys, mm -hmm. but I mean, I guess that's what happens when you're going out of business. Uh, yeah. Crazy thing is, is nothing from Hasbro. Hascon's been delayed indefinitely, so kind of sad that, you know, they said, okay, you guys can't do Transformers or G.I. Joe conventions anymore because we're going to do a convention, and now they're not doing a convention. 
So. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Um, let's see. Motu reaction. Five point of articulation. Motu figures. Um, I only put this on here because uh, the cartoon Hordak is in there. So that was a must, must buy for me. As goofy and as horrible and as expensive as it is, that was a must. Um, but you can get a Shira five point of artic. Oh, excuse me, five point of articulation figure. Oh, that looks absolutely awful. Good God, that face. Anyways, uh, new Stunicons up for pre-order. So these are the X Transbots, and I am not digging these either. The heads. I guess, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, what's the, uh, X1 car or what do they call that? The fucking Indy car. He actually doesn't look too bad, but the other guy, God, and I love the Stunicons and I just can't remember his name. His head. I mean, just... I don't, I don't like, uh. yeah, I, I don't, I don't like the mouth, the orange mouth plate. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like he's wearing a ski mask. Yeah, exactly. I'm just not a super. So this is the Porsche. Is this supposed to be dead end? Yeah. 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 Dead end have a white chest. That must be cartoon, right? Having a white chest. Um, like that. I'm like, yeah, I don't think he, yeah, he didn't have a, I'm like, I have yeah. my G one Minasaur box knockoff box here. Yeah, he doesn't. He has a black chest on there, or mm. dark gray, whatever. But, anyways, those are available if you want them. Again, reasonable price. You know, that's what I'm fucking glad that we're finally getting these combiners into sub one hundred. You know, yeah. area because they just didn't need to be that high. They yep. just set a fucking precedent, and everybody went with it. You know. Um, let's see. Oh, and we had linked to BBTS. And speaking of BBTS, fuck you, BBTS. <laughs> <laughs> they add Colorado as one of their new sales tax states. Now, yeah. you know, to their credit, in that email, they basically said, we're going to be basically adding every state to this eventually. You know, mm-hmm. so it's not like... They're picking on us, but uh, California, Colorado, and Minnesota will be the next uh, states that BBTS will be adding tax. That goes for anything that hasn't shipped yet. And that went into effect today, March 31st, to break down that fourth wall. Um, Or not today, after today. So anything that's in your pile of loot... Uh, anything that you haven't shipped yet, anything that's on pre-order will now be, uh, have tax applied to it when they, and see, this is what, uh, Dave, uh, from Dave and Duvall was talking about. It's, it's not when you order, they apply that tax when you ship it. Because they're applying the tax to the shipping address and they don't know if you'll ship it somewhere else yet. So you buy the item, no tax, 
when you ship it, they're like, oh, you have $500 worth of stuff. Here's, you know, for us, we're about 8% here. So that'll Mm -hmm. be about $40 I pay in taxes when I ship my pile of loot. Cause that Mm -hmm. it's always around about three to 500 every six months. So, oh, well, so is life. Stupid government. (laughs) Um, all right. What we got, you got something. Yeah, I actually, uh, I actually, yeah, I actually got a physical object instead of just taking uh, taking pictures of objects. I was so happy for you. (laughs) Yeah, no, it it is very exciting. I'm I'm not going to lie; it is very exciting to get a box in the mail. So, uh, your 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 emotions change, and it's just it's just it's a very happy moment moment, especially. You know, when it comes on a Friday and, yeah. uh, you know, it's the end of the work week, uh, at least for me. And, you know, it was just really nice to have something new to play around with, uh, you know. So, but yeah, that is, uh, so uh, put the pre-order in on October of last year. And oh, that's uh, not too bad. Well, so here, here's the thing. Uh, Giga Power uh, does not release a pre-order until the figure is almost finished. Oh, okay. So Good yeah, so this, yep. So uh, every one of the releases, when they put out the real pre-order, uh, usually you'll have that figure within like ninety days. Okay. Um, so they put it out in October, and it was supposed to get released before the end of the year. They had some issues with the paint. They said we're going to scrap it starting over and uh so with chinese new year uh in there it took a little bit longer because stuff shut down for a while mm. and uh so it just started shipping to everyone That's awesome. and uh yeah very very exciting and once again they blew me out of the water i mean i'm you know every single one of these releases they just do an excellent job i mean they just they knock it out of the park and uh i mean the transformation on this is great i had fans toys soar i had problems with the little uh gold clips that clipped his uh you know his leg that basically kept the leg uh attached kind of thing there was that little little plastic gold clips i had issues with those and uh they took care of it they don't the gold on this one is not even a clip it's just an accent and what they did is, you know, I showed in my, I made a little video of it. They, uh, they have a really nice, uh, uh, kind of like a, almost like a little trap door on the back of his leg and you just simply open it up and then you put the leg down and lock it and close it and it locks into place. Very, very nice mechanism. Um, the detail on this thing is awesome. It's just, it's just, uh, you know, the, 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 he's got circuits, uh, the wiring, it's all individually painted, and once again, it's a you know it's an automotive style paint job, you know, yeah. very candy candy esque, and uh, and they also release the red chest version, so a little bit different this time. Where normally they only do one version uh, for a release, uh, they actually release the red and the blue chested at the same time. So, um, yeah, so I mean, uh, everybody seems to be happy. So. Yeah. Now, uh, a little bit of spoiler for your video, because it it actually made me cry a little bit. Uh, Peter Lotus and I uh, had a, had, well, more so Peter and Lotus had a uh, DM message fest when this hit. Um, mm-hmm. Now, you, you 
do transform the figure, right? In your review? Yeah. So, um, so so I, I, you know, I'm, I'm all about just the, uh, I'm all about the alt mode. So all of my, all of my dino bots are actually in their dino form. Uh, that is my display that I have chose, and so that's I'm what right I like there seeing. With you. That's how I display my yep. dino bots. So uh, this figure happened to come already transformed, <laughs> basically as Swoop. Uh, so Which because is a departure of the, from the first three. Correct. Right? Okay. All of the other, all the other bots came in their robot mode. So I was forced to transform <laughs> them, <laughs> and I, it's it's okay. I mean, it's okay. You know, I mean, it, I just. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm just, uh, I should, you know, I guess I don't really care about transforming figures, which I know yeah. that sounds, I know it sounds, sounds You're going crappy, for but minimal wear. It was just I'm, like minimal wear. Go, GoBot reviews, right? Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. If, if I, yeah. I mean, uh, like I said, as I get into this whole collecting career that I've been doing for the last 20 <laughs> years, I just don't care about physically playing with toys anymore. I yeah. want stuff to look their part and look you know wonderful on a shelf yeah. you know it's all about the presence for me so um anyway uh so i took them out and i'm like you know what i'm gonna do a little transformation because there are some key points on here that i need to point out to people and plus like i said peter was really interested and he was kind of sad that i wasn't gonna do a full <laughs> transformation so because <laughs> um, you know he, you know it's, it, I don't know. I mean, uh, so anyway, I did a little bit of transformation and transformed him almost all the way into robot mode, uh, and pointed out the 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 areas where I felt uh, you needed to just be careful of. Uh, there, just there's one area on the top of his shoulders where they use kind of like a plastic mechanism. Mm-hmm. And they have to use a plastic mechanism because if they would have used metal, it would just scratch. It would scratch up the paint every single time that you transformed them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you just have to release those. You know, just release those very gently, and then uh, you're good to go. You can manipulate the chest. You can manipulate the arms. And then when you're all done, just you know, just lock it back into place. Um, and then there, like I said, there was just a couple other things that I was just showing on the transformation and hopefully that'll help out people. Um, but as far as, you know, re- revealing what the robot mode actually looks like, I didn't do that, you know? So I, I took them all the way. Yeah. I mean, I went all the way to the point where I locked his legs into place. I had his, you know, I had everything there. I just never popped his head up. <laughs> so, uh, basically did everything without popping his head up. So he had a, he had a, uh, he had a bird head essentially uh, <laughs> standing there. <laughs> so. Oh god, that's why I love this show. That's why I love our group. We're such an eclectic like collection of. Listen, fucking there's people out fun. there that like Mythic Legion, so he was a Mythic Legion for just a little bit there. <laughs> that's awesome. All right, and dare I ask, did you get anything else? I did not, but I have been looking for Gears and Warpath. So I've been actively hunting those, and I'm not able to find Gears and Warpath. Yeah, I haven't seen it. And luckily, uh, at least two of the three Walmarts I've checked in the last few weeks, they still have the pegs for them. My Walmart doesn't even have pegs for them. Yeah, so all the Walmarts, all the Walmarts. Yep. Reissues. Yep. All the WalMarts that I've went to have brand new peg hooks with fresh stickers. Ah. Uh, it even says new on there, and it has the price point of seven eighty six. 
And but I've just I haven't seen anything on those pegs yet. Yeah, I'm excited because uh, one Warpath is one of my favorites, so I want a carded version. Like uh, I had, I bought a Bumblebee, even though I have that exact Bumblebee loose, even with the remolded head, because that's from the K- Takara reissue. Mm-hmm. I bought one because I wanted a Bumblebee on card. And yeah. I also want a Warpath on card, but I do not have a Gears across everything. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to get him and open his ass up. Yep, yep. Because I'm not... Uh, that last wave with the tailgate and outback and swerve, like, yeah. those are all comic book characters that I just don't have any connection to. So I have them all loose, but... No reason to have them on card. All right, motherfuckers, let's get ready for this. So, as everybody knows from our last show, I have a job. My, my job is very weird. It pays monthly. Mm. So, um, like I say, I don't make the most money in the world, but I don't make the least money either. So getting a whole month's worth of pay and one shot into your bank account is yeah. a little bit jaw dropping, you know. Yeah, that, that that could be that could be kind of hard to manage. <laughs> That's you know? exactly you, you right. really have to know your budget. <laughs> yeah. Um and this month I didn't give a shit. So mm. so here we go. We're gonna talk about Oh boy, this sounds like a this sounds like a, a Peter Hall. <laughs> well, and I don't even know where I left off last month um i Mm. probably should have gone back and looked at that but uh i'm just going to go over the month's purchases um and this won't be normal but again there is just some things i was cleaning up uh that i've been keeping track of while i was unemployed and just needed to make purchases and then there and these 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 are things that you actually have received or are these things that you yeah i'm not even going to talk about what i pre-ordered because that's a whole nother category of expenditures so what i've received so far i think i did talk about this on the last show i talked about how i got all of the last club stuff right that i Mm -hmm. want okay good so i got that did i say i got all of my super seven filmations in i don't think so okay so i got all the filmations so this is she-ra fisto mantena grizzlore i also ordered an ultimate he-man and an ultimate uh skeletor so the ultimate he-man goes up with all my other carded he-man stuff that i've been buying since they reissue and then eventually i'll open that ultimate filmation skeletor just because i want the skeletor with the big laughing head that laughing head is is quintessential to cartoon fans i was able to find the constructs man-at-arms but no evil lynn I have found six man-at-arms, five T-800 Terminator skeletons, all the God of War, all the casemates, and no Evil Inn. So I don't know how crazy short-packed Evil Inn is, but if you're looking for that Evil Inn, if you see her, grab her. Cause do, you I, think, do you think that that's maybe, you know, maybe girls actually also are buying evil in i don't know this is these figures are mixed in with 
pegs and pegs of Call of Duty and Halo mm, figures. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's not like it's not like they're right next to like the Barbie Legos or right, you right, know right, that kind right. of stuff. So, but what if? But what if that's where they are? Oh my! And there's pegs and pegs of them. <laughs> They just took that one figure and put yeah, it in the girl yeah. section. That yeah. would be amazing. Oh my god. People would shit their pants like, what is this doing over here? Why are there 13 of them? You know? Um, let's see. Uh, just like I had... Oh, this is a... I, I found the Dino Clash. So, uh, Dino Clash is the core's new... Dino Rider crossover line. Uh, summer hits and summer misses. Um, they have a mammoth, which I'm a mammoth junkie, but they made it in like Voyager scale. So it's a guy riding this mammoth that looks like a little baby mammoth with tons of guns and battle platform and all this kind of stuff so uh but i did pick up the uh dino clash raptor and the dino clash saber tooth those are relatively good size um just be aware again at a seven dollar price point for a fully articulated figure and a dinosaur and all the accessories you should probably assume this but the dinosaurs don't move the raptor's jaw opens but the saber-toothed tiger, he doesn't move at all. It's literally like a battle cat. It's just a solid, solid figure. But again, seven bucks. Like, And the crazy thing is, and you can really tell, so the core figures, this is one of the first lines, if not the first, that the four horsemen did the sculpts for the figures. So they're still a little bulky. They're still, you know, they're still not the best quality, but the sculpts are actually pretty amazing. Like, I'm really impressed. They, they slimmed them down. Core figures, the newer ones have always been kind of big and bulky and that kind of stuff, and they slimmed them down. So if you're interested at all, again, at a $7 price point for a guy riding a Raptor with a fucking communications platform that holds your guns and stuff, come on. Just buy it, try it, and give it away yeah. if you don't like it, you know? I've got them. I, I've got the whole set. <laughs> yeah, Lotus, buy one for $7, God damn it! No, I've got the whole set. I got the pictures. <laughs> um, I hit a Ross looking for my, my foot while I can walk on it. I still should be using a cane or a crutch. Well, I can walk on it. My foot is still about three times the size of a normal person's foot because of all the swelling. So I hit a few Ross stores trying to find some oversized shoes and, of course, couldn't find anything but cleats. Uh, but I did find uh, the Episode 7 General Leia at Ross for 2 bucks on clearance. They were, it was $3. We're talking about a $20 figure. The regular price was $3 and she was clearanced at $2. So that was a find. Um, I found the Legion hot rod, the movie hot rod. So the little Legion one, and he was only three bucks. 
And then I got the Battle on Crate, which it's a four-pack of five POA pieces of shit. But there's a cool, like, Sergeant Snow Trooper in there with gray markings that I couldn't help myself. Uh, I got the Walmart three and three quarter Mimban Trooper. That's the Dirty Trooper, which I need to return because mine has derpy eye. The lenses on the helmet, one is lower than the other one. So it looks goofy. So now I have to return that one. Broke down and I bought a Siege Starscream, which again absolutely amazing figure if they just would have done something with those stupid fucking legs his legs are literally he's literally just a jet kneeling he's like in gerwalk mode but he's kneeling down and it drives me nuts but Mm. i figured it's starscream um let's see and then i mentioned the constructs i got the terminator and the kratos from fucking uh god of war those are really good. If you're a, uh, what's the stealth one? Assassin's Creed. There's also an Assassin's Creed figure in this wave and a Hellboy figure. So it's one of the best waves of constructs I've ever seen. Um, today I went to a toy show with lots of money in my pocket and I only spent $12. I'm so proud of my... No, I... Yeah, $12. That's what I spent. Um, so my first purchase, and you can kind of hear it crinkling in my mic. Sorry about that. My first purchase was a complete slash from the vintage uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles line. Only 6 bucks. But if anybody's ever priced out vintage slashes, it was only 6 bucks because... Whoever owned this put their initials on every single accessory. So the figure has the initials on the bottom foot. It comes with nunchucks, a mace, uh, like knife sword thing, and then like a crinkly sword thing. Those all have individual like permanent marker initials on them. And then what's crazy is he has some accessories that are like glued into his arm and his wrists that don't pop off very easily. And each one of those are individually initialed as well. <laughs> so, and uh, not to get too blue here, but uh, the initials are DP. So some uh, double penetration going on with this figure (laughs) he this person this kid or his more likely his parent double penetrated my figure both the figure and his accessories (laughs) so i had to do it uh next up the only other thing i got three muscles Um, so muscle figures, if you're not aware, are two inch flesh colored figures from the eighties that, uh, most designer toys do a variation on them, uh, nowadays because they are just that amazing. And I got one guy that I've loved since I was a kid. He's the screw guy. So he has like a, uh, hex bolt Phillips uh head 
but then his hands and his knees and his feet are all uh, pointy screw bits. And then uh, the other thing that I always loved about muscles, even when I was a kid, whether I should have known about this or not, is a lot of the muscles have uh, like Mad Max themes. Like they have spikes and hockey masks and chains and that kind of thing. Uh, either Road Warrior, uh, the movie, or War Road Warrior, the wrestling team. However you want to look at that. But I picked up a couple of those that had that very Road Warrior look to them. And then last but not least, I got the NECA Cobra Alien. Oh my fucking God, I saved this for last because it was fucking mind blown. That Cobra Alien is just amazing. So if you had the vintage toy, uh, the vintage Alien toys were really goofy. They were made by Kenner, so they're that kind of like five-point of articulation, missile shooting things. Well, they made a Cobra Alien from one scene out of one comic book. And it's just really cool. It, it uh, has a little like bendable tail and you can stand it up, but it doesn't do much. This NECA Cobra Alien... It has six, like, spikes along the cobra. Uh, what do they call that? The hood of the cobra has uh, six spikes, and they're all universal ball joints. So fucking hinge and ball joints on them for each one of these six spikes down the left and the right-hand side. And then the crazy thing is, because it's an alien... His mouth double extends, so he has big, oh, sorry, has big, huge fangs that come down from his mouth. That extends out a good inch from the figure, and then from those fangs extends out the normal, like, little alien mouth that would mm. fucking poke your forehead or whatever, yeah. you know? Um, so his extension from his jaw is like two to three inches long. It's insane. Hmm. The fangs, I keep, I'm, I'm putting my hands near my mouth. That's why I keep hitting my mic. The fangs that come from his mouth, those are also universal joints. Like, and then his tail, again, it's a bent wire, but it's super long, so I can wrap it almost all the way a 360 and just have him sit on that. So, just an absolutely amazing figure. If you're a Snake fan, if you're an Alien fan, if you're both fan, it's a must-buy figure. I just have been very excited with it, playing with it for the last couple days. So... And then I talked about my uh, toy run to Target. I found uh, Wave 2, a complete Wave 2 of War for Cybertron. Oh my god, do you know what I did? I ordered all of those Wave 2 War for Cybertrons from Hasbro Pulse the day yeah. it opened. For 10 nope, bucks, nobody... 10 bucks yeah. a piece, and I just bought them at Target for 20 bucks a piece because I forgot I pre-ordered them. But I, I thought a lot of people were saying that that they didn't receive the ones from Hasbro Pulse. I, Did you receive I, yours? No, I haven't. But as far as yeah. I know, they're still on pre-order just because they're hitting the store. 
doesn't mean Pulse has got him yet, but that's an. I mean, you just you you would have thought that Pulse would get him first. That that was the main problem right now. I know, uh, I know, uh, Deluxe was talking about that. That you know he's he's also buying them in the store because they're not they're just not shipping. Yeah, know? yeah. So the nice thing is, is so long as I get them within four months, I can return the full price one. You know, yeah. but. Yeah. Uh, like I say, I got War for Cybertron Prime, um, uh, and then a little bit of a splurge, I got, uh, the, uh, Jesus, the fucking Rick and Morty action figures, cause they were clearance, they were down to eight bucks, so I got Rick and Morty, if you're a Rick and Morty fan, it's absolutely amazing, do you watch Rick and Morty? Yeah, did you get Mr. Poopy Poopy Butthole? No, just Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. I really want that one, though, because it's a mech, you know, so. No, it's not. Mr. Poopy Butthole is not a mech. Is that not the cats? No. Oh, no, okay. the that's No, that's the, well, I forgot see. what his name is, but. You, uh, you can see how much you're talking about the fake dog. fan I am. Yeah, no. Okay, yeah, we'll, I even uh, called him a cat, and he's a dog. That's funny. Yeah, you're, you're, you're definitely not a fan. I, I've, I've, watched, I've watched those episodes probably three times over already. Oh, I'm only once through. So, so yes, yep. you are a greater fan than I. I bow down to you. I mean, I posted a picture of a Plumbus. You don't, no one really knows what a Plumbus is, and I was kind of sad by that. No, I did know what that is because I have the fucking Lego set. But I guess so what was what was that from? Was that like a real life role play plumbus or Oh my goodness. This this episode was just awesome. So it was it was an episode where they were going through the galactic TV channels and everything that was happening yeah. on the TV channels was was, you know, so they Insane. had you know, yeah. the how it's how it's made is the what they base it upon. Do you, do you ever watch that science show called no. How It's Made? No. Oh my God! I, I try. I try to. I try to stay away from educational TV as much as possible. I mean, how it's made. It's <laughs> a, a, everything. I mean, whether it's a Ferrari or a. I or agree. A two- I, I how have, it's made. I have heard of it, and I know lots of people love it. I'm not. I'm not denigrating it by any means. <laughs> but no, that's I don't watch it. That's so they did a how it's made episode and oh, okay. they were showing how a plumbus is made and it's just hilarious because it just doesn't make sense and you really don't know what it is but you think you know what it is and uh yeah it's uh it's funny. So so uh the do- <laughs> sorry the dog is named Snuffles. Yeah, Snuffles, yeah. Who changes so he, his name to Snowball and then back again as I assume an homage to the Simpsons, but anyways. Go ahead. No, I mean Snuffles was just upset because, you know, the they would always make fun of the dog and mm. finally the finally uh the, the dog really wouldn't obey any of the commands. So uh 
So Rick, uh, so Morty wanted Rick to build uh, something to, you know, uh, make the dog, you know, kind of understand commands. Mm-hmm. And so he builds this helmet and uh, in like he, he goes to the garage and builds this helmet in like five seconds, comes out, throws the helmet on the dog and continues his conversation. And then this helmet actually like gets kicked up to like super mode somehow. And the dog literally just starts you know, taking over the world kind of a thing, you know, and builds his own mech suit and it's crazy. And that's so. the one that I would like to have. Cause I like that fucking like people take over the world or robots you know. take over the world. So, yeah. So yeah, I have gone crazy and that doesn't even account for almost $400 that I spent this month in addition to that. So Take it from me, folks. Please spend within your limits. I should be paying off a year's worth of credit card debt. Like, literally, my entire salary worth of credit card debt. And instead, I spent almost $1,000 on toys. That's a sickness. And that's not cool. Okay. Listener feedback and questions. (laughs) Engineer nerd. Engineer Nerd finally sent us not one, not one, but two voicemails. Granted, the second one is about 10 seconds long. but um, So we're going to go ahead and take a listen to that right now. Hey, guys, this is John. Engineer Nerd here. That guy just didn't, he came out of a parking lot. That, that was weird. Yeah, that's right. I'm driving and talking to you guys. So if I get killed, um, it's your fault. Anyway, uh, like I said, this is John, Engineer Nerd here. And um, I had a question because I, I thought of this as I was listening to the episode this morning. With um, Especially here in Peter. I, I really want to hear Peter's take on this. With Hasbro buying uh, the Power Rangers, do you think we're going to see them cross the Transformers Power Rangers line. Uh, you know, they've done some Star Wars mashups and some other mashups. Obviously, everybody wants G.I. Joe. But do you think that uh, we'll see the, the Zords cross over into the Transformers line as some kind of big uh, combiner? So, just curious, curious thoughts. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. Hmm. So, uh, <laughs> again, it is for Peter. It's an otaku question, but... Uh, if they did cross them over, that might be the first Power Rangers toy I ever buy. Because I've really liked the Power Rangers bots, like the Dinozord and Ninjazord and stuff like that. But I have no connection to them. But if they made them Transformers, I might I might glam onto that. What's your experience with Power Rangers. I mean, I, I, you know, like I remember the only thing I remember from Power Rangers was like the putties, the little evil guys. Like I never, I never really, uh, I don't know. I, I guess I never really watched long focused. enough to see yeah, the robots I mean, I just, at the end. So yeah, I, I, I don't think I was really into that whole live action thing. Like I, all I remember is, you know, the putties. <laughs> And that, and that that's all I remember. Literally, that that's it. I I couldn't tell you which character was what. I mean, obviously they're they each wear a colored spandex suit. Um, now, when Toys R Us was around, I would go through the aisle and look at all the the product that was there. Um, 
I never really understood the product because, you know, there was a, a lot of it. There was a lot more Power Rangers product than there was actual Transformers. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I guess, like you said, they have the, the Mega Zords and all the different Zords that are, that are out. So, uh, I guess they could do some sort of a crossover. I, I don't know. I mean... Definitely not for me, but uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that would be interested in something like that, maybe. I don't know. I, 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 any of the crossovers, I don't really, I guess I don't really, uh, I never really cared about them. I know they did like a Marvel, they did Marvel Transformer yeah. crossovers, and I was just like, eh, I just, I don't, I don't get it. You know, I mean, this, this Ghostbusters one that's coming up is, is pretty cool because it's, uh, I guess because it's Ghostbusters, maybe. You know, same thing with like Back to the Future. If they were to do that, um, maybe because it's a real object that's transforming, like a real car that's transforming into a robot. So in my mind, it's like, okay, that makes sense to me. But like Iron Man, you know, whatever transforming, transforming into you know, a motorcycle or something like that. It didn't make sense. Yeah, it just yeah. didn't make sense to me. You know, so seeing uh, I'm a massive crossover fan. Uh, almost have the entire Star Wars crossover collection as awful as those are. Still carded. Like, I opened up a, a couple of them, like the ARC 170 or ARC 180, whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, my, my whole thing with Power Rangers, and I've told this story time and time again, but if you're a new listener... I was a big stoner in high school... I used to watch the 90s X-Men as I got ready to like go out and hang out with my friends on a Saturday morning. And so was really into those and loved that it was like this perfect timing. Like my friends would get up around 11, 11.30. So X-Men was on at 10 and I would drive us around because I had a car earlier than most people. Um, and I caught Power Rangers the debut episode debut the first time like fox news was or not fox news god uh the fucking fox cartoon thing was like brand new thing power rangers and i thought it was the stupidest thing in the fucking world like i watched 10 minutes of it with the live action like overacting fucking otaku kind of thing and yeah just passed on it for the rest of my life literally mm. um but actually a crossover toy wouldn't be the first one I bought because during Toys R Us going out of sale, going out of business sale, I would go on the last day in the last few hours and they'd have 90% off everything. And I bought five L Toys R Us exclusive Lion Zords that are these huge, like two and a half foot fucking things that were originally a hundred dollars. I bought them for 10 bucks a piece. Cause I thought I'd give them away for, uh, boy birthday parties. And we've only been invited to one boy birthday party. So I have mm -hmm. four more. If anybody's interested, literally cost 10 bucks plus the shipping. 
Now it's shipping a, will be <laughs> shipping will cost you fifty. Yeah, I was gonna say it's a ridiculously large box. Oh. <laughs> but if anyone's interested, this is big favorite. Just wants them gone. I was like, no, this is amazing. Could you imagine giving a toy this big to a kid at their birthday party? Most people. I thought I thought you were gonna say you bought five <laughs> of those land speeder power wheel things. Oh, I wish. Oh my god, dude! I'd be riding around in one right now with my broken ass ankle. <laughs> okay um now he also replied to a question that i couldn't figure out six seconds here we go oh and hey uh surat was the uh pointillism painter yeah so surat remember we were talking about pointillism like from far away it looks amazing you get up close and it's just a fucking mess Thank you, Engineer Nerd. We appreciate you fucking sending in voicemails, man. Like, I don't know. I guess just because I did it so much before I had my own podcast, like, I just don't see that it's that big of a deal. Yeah, I'm giving guilt trips to all of you, especially you long-termers, motherfuckers. Send in voicemails. Grab bag, Star Wars, Episode Nine poster leaked. Mm. question mark so that you can't see my <laughs> show notes <laughs> um, yeah this is probably bullshit before every major movie there is a poster that gets leaked that's kind of bullshit um, there's some spoilers in this so if you don't want to see spoilers don't click through it um, how about this skip two minutes ahead or not even two minutes one minute because Lotus isn't going to have a lot of input on this. Uh, here we go. Spoilers. First up, you get C-3PO carrying uh, Chewbacca's bowcaster and his little thing that uh, goes over his shoulder. God, what is that thing called? Bandolier. Yeah. There's even a toy of it. Um, you get the Knights of Ren, which if that's really coming i'm super excited so those are all the guys that look like kylo ren but uh they're called the knights of ren and i guess that's really about it you know you get a lot of red which they used in the last movie but yeah i don't take this with a big grain of salt you know there's lots of fucking there are lots and lots of graphic artists out there that like to do fun stuff like this um i used to like to do this before i had to do it for a living and take that with a grain of salt transformers new movie direction so uh japanese entertainment magazine the river once again sat down with the transformers live action movie series producer producer lorenzo lorenzo di bonaventura to discuss the future of the series uh let's see here I haven't read this. I really should read these things. It's the problem with doing the show notes an hour before we record the show. Uh, let's see. The usual question, whether Transformers Bumblebee is a prequel or a reboot, is asked once again. But this time with regards to the statement made by Hasbro during Turf Toy Fair, where it is described as a new storytelling universe. 
It is also implied that the series will now take a similar approach to Warner Brothers DC series course correction where the attention is given to each individual film while not focusing on a broader cinematic universe. Other notable questions, possible return of Travis Knight for the sequel of Bumblebee, robot design, sequel to Transformers, the last night, role of Unicron in the future movies. Uh, let's see here. Oh, those are... Oh, and then there's long answers for each one of them. All right, go read the article, because we're not going to do it right here. I literally read the whole byline for the article. Uh, but if you're interested in the Transformers movie universe at this point, I could give a shit. If movies come out, great. Bumblebee came out, and I liked the Bumblebee as a VW, like in a movie-style design. And I liked that it, there was a throwback scene from Cybertron, spoiler, and we're getting a prime because of it. So those were the main things I liked. Read the whole article if you're really concerned about the Transformers movie universe. Noah Centino. How would you pronounce that, Lotus? Give it your best white try. Centino. Centino. Yeah, that worked. (laughs) Good job, Lotus. I was trying to make... That was... That was more racist of me than not because I was trying to imply all kinds of syllables and fucking mm-hmm. consonants. Yeah, that was bad of me. Uh, Noah Centino is in talks to take on the role of He-Man in Sony Pictures and Mattel's films Master of the Universe. I actually did some research for this. I linked to his IMDb page, mm. which shows shit. <laughs> I have this uh, to all the boys I've loved before. This is like one of Rotten Tomatoes' best, like um, coming of age movies on Netflix, and it's on my queue because I'm a big coming of age kind of guy. Uh, that is the number one thing he's most known for. So it really makes me want to watch that movie more to see this guy, but. He's got a good He-Man face, you know? Like, he's got that distressed teenager-looking face in that one photo. But I could see him with some blonde hair, like, being Prince Adam, like, normal Prince guy, and then turning into not an extremely buff. And I don't think we want an extremely, like, muscle-builder-sized He-Man, you know? You want a guy that's the most powerful man in the world. He doesn't have to have muscles to show you that kind of thing. Yep, throw out all your figures, guys. <laughs> that's what the two thousand two that's what the two thousand X four horsemen figures did, is they like throttled down all of the big musculature and made them like normal people that work out regularly you know Mm, (laughs) Uh, G.I. Joe collecting the art of G.I. Joe on iTunes so uh, this is uh, one of our most favorite people in the world 
he puts out this amazing uh, The Collecting of the Art G.I. Joe books. Uh, they've been kickstarted throughout their entirety, and he keeps working it up, and now we're on volume five and six. And it's just amazing that fucking he has um, this kind of outlet, that there's iTunes out there, that anybody can have this at a more reasonable price than the Kickstarter. And because it's digital, the Kickstarter was all about hard copies and that kind of thing. Um, this is the same person that does 3djoes.com. So if you've ever been to his website, he has GI Joe's out of the package posed and you can do a 3d revolve around them. If you want to see what the back detail looks like weapons, blah, blah, blah. So very cool. Please support independent artists like this. This is a big thing. You know, we spend hundreds of dollars on third party and knockoff and official go celebrate somebody for 10 bucks, you know, and take a look at the card art and the package art from, I think this is like 1989 to 1992 or something is what these uh, 1990 to 1992 for volume 5 and 1993 to 94 plus for volume 6 and then fucking if these are available I would assume his other volumes are available on there so if you want to see some of that early shit go take a look whew yeah. I feel like I've rushed Do, does this sound like I'm rushing or does it sound like no. I'm just keeping pace no, I, I think it's I think it's just fine. I mean, okay. you know, we we know we normally have been having you know two and a half three hour shows. Yeah, so I think it's uh, I think it's a breath of fresh air to to have a re- reasonable show this time. That's true. Oh yeah, we're only a half an. Oh my god, could we be under an hour and a half? Not possible. Well, yeah, we can if we stop right now. <laughs> if we stop talking. All right, guys. Well, it's been a blast. Mark, I am so sorry I screwed up the fucking time zones and just basic math. I apologize. What about math? You literally could have just Googled it. I mean, that's, well, you know, and you that could have just Googled the, it. The problem was, was we were talking and we were, because we've been, uh, by the way, Facebook's chat or Facebook's like live talking thing, while again, it's recording you and selling all of that information to people that want to buy it. It was a really good quality from fucking all the way. We are literally across the world from one another. Mm -hmm. It's really good quality. But yeah, it's because we were on the phone and I'm like, oh, here's the math because I think I'm good at it. And I'm not. Or I was too drunk. One of the two. But all right, fuckers, to keep this under an hour and a half. We're going to see you sooner rather than later or later rather than sooner.
Oh, 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 oh,